listen to Two Married Lesbians discuss an LGBTQ plus book each month that highlights the queer human condition as they use connection and humor to relate the issues to us as a queer community. She's Anna. And she's Miranda. I am. And we're two married lesbians. We are. And we're all queer here. All right, folks, welcome on back. We have a very special episode, don't we, Anna? We do. So this book, Delilah Green Doesn't Care, has an intended audience for adults, but it is our belief that parents have the final say for what reading material their children should consume. Absolutely. And it's not just special because of an amazing book. Right. Or our author, Ashley Herring Blake, who's bisexual and uses she, her pronouns. And I've read two of her middle grade books Mm -hmm. and very much enjoyed the adult book. Um, more so than those, but we also have a very special guest who chose yes. our book this month, my sister, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Happy to be here. Yes. Would you like to talk about your orientation and or your pronouns? Yeah, absolutely. So I am Sarah, obviously Anna's sister. Miranda is my sister in love, as I like to say. My pronouns are she, her. And as far as orientation, I guess you could call me Q for questioning or leaning more towards pansexual these days. So as one of my favorite TV characters, David on Schitt's Creek says, um, he likes the wine, not the label. So. Oh, I love that. I, love I, like, that. I like that. I like yeah, that. Exactly. Big, I do big love fan of Schitt's wine. Creek too. Yeah. So one of, one of my exes used to buy me wine based, wine based on how pretty the label was. I buy you wine based on the label. I know, but you buy me good wine based on the label. They yes. bought me like the cheap <laughs> wine that was like, you know, $4 a bottle. And I was like, oh, that's going to go down real smooth. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did we break up and nobody told me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so let's go ahead um, and dive in. Sarah, you chose the book. Why don't you um, kick us off how you heard about the book? and what yeah, What's your about? history with the book? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll be honest, I think it came out in March of this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So I am a very frequent flyer at my local library. um, And they have this lovely new book section. And I was actually in picking up other books that I had put on hold. And I happened to walk by and I was like, oh, that's got a fun cover. And at first I thought it was YA for young adults. So then I picked it up and I was like, oh, no, it's it's a adult novel. So I was like, well, I'll just throw this in my stack and take it home. And I just loved it. <laughs> so it was kind of just a fun read for me. Um, as you guys know, I have a full-time job and I'm in school as well. So sometimes I just need kind of a, you know, an alternate world to step into. So reading a fun fiction was, was top of my list. I love it. Yeah. Cause it's our summer reads, our second mm-hmm. July book. So good, nice summer beach read. I love a good beach read. Yes. Um, as we've recently visited Corpus Christi to visit our nieces, Miranda mm-hmm. and me. So mm-hmm. yeah, very excited. And the covers, oh, sorry. The, the covers are really cute too. Yeah. 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 So I guess we should describe that for our listeners, right? That's yeah, kind of a... It's sexy. I was going to say purple. <laughs> purple. It's, it's purple, right? And, but it's got like little... Um, we have different eyes. <laughs> we do. I don't think the paperback has been released because I think it came out in February. So I think it's just the hardcover. Have the paper. Oh yeah. So it's the same. Sometimes they do different, they do yeah. different covers, but 
One's in like a pinup dress with her hair almost like a sexy librarian look with glasses on and a kind of red. She's kind of retro looking. Retro. I I was attracted to both of them. I thought they were a very very hot couple. I can't can't deny it. It was a sexy book. I I wanted to be Delilah, (laughs) and I found myself attracted to uh. Well, you know, July is a special month for Miranda and me. Oh, this is true. It is because we met in July. Mm -hmm. Fell pretty hard in love madly in love madly in love pretty quickly <laughs> and uh madly, miranda was truly, a single mom deeply. okay calm down mm-hmm. it's not yeah. A song. yeah miranda was a single mom mm-hmm. um who had been with a man before me doesn't identify mm-hmm. as bisexual no but um didn't quite check all the boxes but, so i kind of felt like the delilah in this book because i had been kind of jaded in my previous relationships mm-hmm. and i wasn't mm-hmm. to be i mean honestly i wasn't looking for anything serious i called it my she really wasn't i anyway and i joked with friends I was like this is my summer of dating and i was like playing the field and seeing what was out there and then i found miranda and i was like <laughs> well this is this is it you know the rest um, was history that's the rest right. history. history i keep yeah, finding but- myself doing things that only play to a visual audience like thumbs up and <laughs> hand on my hips it doesn't play yeah. well in an audio format it really doesn't you're gonna have to say thumbs up or you guys will have to call. release it on youtube or something and have the video no i highly doubt it i highly doubt it i usually <laughs> I have like a tank top on and like skimpy shorts like my sleepwear <laughs> yeah. no one needs to see that much skin yeah yeah even though i have nice no. legs like no one needs to see that legs for days we say no but it's definitely a rom-com so if it was a like i would love to see this as a movie Yes. Like the book is so cute, but I think it would make a really kind of like summer rom-com film. So who knows? Oh, I think lesbians would go to the movie in droves and, and bisexuals too, because there's yes. a couple other bisexual characters too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they talk about that. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. bisexuals get a, get a, we've talked about this before, but get a hard rap in the lesbian world because mm-hmm. they also, they also date men. And I am not a man hating lesbian. And I know Miranda certainly isn't. No. um so we just don't want to date them but we want to be friends with them and talk mm-hmm. to them and be around them mm-hmm. their, and their friends po- and colleagues yeah, and get, peers and yeah get their point of view and... on things and listen mm-hmm. to the you know I listen to male authors and male mm-hmm. narrators on audiobooks and all kinds of things and yeah so I think um obviously he's very female focused this book just mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. yeah. um, I can't remember the other friend who was bisexual but they mentioned that as well was it was it was an Astrid What's the, no, that was her her sister. But what's the? I kept consistently forgetting names. I know there were a lot of names, but um, I I gotta say that that book started off very hot and heavy, very quickly. <laughs> it, it did. Was, it started <laughs> off with a bang. It was like, hey, you know what? Uh, for all you lesbians and women loving women out there who just get through those period pieces for the one lesbian sex scene and it's so slow <laughs> for a loving scene not just for sex for gratuitous but for a <laughs> loving scene of intimacy but, but this book they just started off with a bang of like hey this is well, and, it was, and it starts off i mean it's not an intimate scene right it, no it's, more it's a, a like one night, night stand it's yeah. a one night stand yeah it's mm-hmm. a little hot and heavy you know she you know i love it well so i guess i should back up so i read the paperback to prepare for our podcast episode but I originally listened to the audiobook which I really enjoyed me too so yeah so at the very beginning when um Delilah's like calling her overnight visitor by the wrong Mm -hmm. 
name. You know, she's oh, always trying to remember her name. That was hilarious. I was like, especially because oh, yeah. she lives in New York. Like, that's got to be so realistic to young people dating that don't want serious relationships. Yeah, or yeah. they're not even dating, right? They're just yeah. hooking up, which they're is having that, fun. I mean, yeah, you're yeah, an adult. We're, we're sex positive around these parts, so yeah. Well, I mean, we is a loose term. I, I don't think we mean we as in Texas, do we? <laughs> oh, no, right. yeah. We mean we yeah. as in us, yeah. our family. Yes. <laughs> this, this podcast and this family, that's correct. Yes. Yeah. I yes. just love- no, no shaming here. I love when Claire went to go hit on Delilah. Oh my gosh. And I she was like, scene. this is, you know, she's just kind of like sizing her up with the tattoos and the, the black and mm-hmm. the hair and just everything. I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. I think Delilah sounds really great. Um, and then Delilah mentions later from her third person point of view that Claire had helped Delilah realize she was queer in high school. Mm-hmm. So any people who helped you maybe realize you were queer or questioning or anything but straight and narrow? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know you've got a good story. Please tell it. <laughs> there were, there were like, it's like one of those things that when you come out later in life, you kind of travel back through time and like reframe a lot of your memories. And suddenly things aren't like, oh yeah, there was that weird thing. And it's like, oh that that weird thing I did in like elementary school makes a lot more sense now like how I had um my orchestra teacher in elementary school like I remember I was in like fifth grade and my parents were paying for private violin lessons and this wasn't this woman's fault she didn't do anything untoward but she would like lean over from her piano and and like her her blouse would just kind of gape a bit and I would do this like I would just freak out and flip my eyes up and spin in a chair every time she did it because I was just like well that was a weird thing I did and then I was like um, was she no Miranda that was an attractive thing was she, she did like, and you liked it full like gaping or was it just something subtle it was subtle yeah I'm, I was didn't. a classy fifth grader I don't know right. I'm just saying like, it doesn't sound like your parents would no, Maybe they weren't sending me to a... With a low-cut top, okay. No, no, I mean, she was a classy lady, <clears throat> but I just, like, you know, you have those moments that you kind of think back to and you're like, oh, and then, like, my ridiculous obsession with, like, certain babysitters my parents interviewed. I was going to say, our first, one of our first babysitters, Stacy. Do you remember Stacy, Sarah? I, I do. She had almost, and... I think, like, a brown or, like, a red hair, but she... It didn't matter she's what she's definitely she, a ginger. She's definitely she's a ginger. ginger. Yeah. It didn't matter what she said, what she was talking about. I was like, I just wanted to hear her voice. And I would always tell her to like, tell me a story. And she's like, <laughs> I mean, we were like nine. I was when I had diabetes. I was diagnosed when I was nine, type mm-hmm. one. So I was at least that young. But I just remember like hanging on her everywhere to be like, what movie do you want to watch? Like, I wanted to be into whatever she and like it makes sense now. Yeah, why I was so interested um, in her and the fact that I still remember her name and I notoriously don't remember people's names. <laughs> um, but I talked about this in our like in our episode zero, our intro um, episode. But there was two girls in my high school that were a lesbian couple. That's right. And I kind of saw for the first time what like the other option was. And that yeah. Had, the first time that had been presented because I hadn't seen it in media. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I mean. But really, I mean, like me and thousands, if not millions of other women have come across the L word, the original, 
and I watched that when we had cable for a short time and I went back and I like I didn't delete it because you couldn't but I like rewound it so it looked like you hadn't watched it because <laughs> I was embarrassed but I remember well, this was a VHS situation. No, it was no? like it was like watching on demand, but you could rewind oh, it and then it wouldn't look like you'd watched it. This is, you know, early aughts. Okay. Um, we're at the time it came out in 2004, 2005. Yeah. And um, I remember before that came out, um, my sister and I always listened to the radio getting ready in the morning. And I kept hearing this commercial for, well, we're just friends. So what if we just make out? And I was like, what is this? What is this? And it was like two women. And then they were alluding to the fact that they were lesbians and I just kept hearing this commercial like every other morning and I was like I need to figure out how to watch the show <laughs> so when we got cable I watched it and that was kind of my like for the longest time because I'd, I'd heard of what asexual was mm -hmm. like friends would kind of like make fun of that and I think that's terrible but I thought that that's what I was for the longest time because you weren't I, attracted I wasn't to attracted to what I was seeing on TV I wasn't yeah. attracted to men I wasn't attracted to it wasn't a lot of representation right yeah there wasn't a lot of representation with, yeah, and I right. couldn't see myself with women because that didn't really seem like an option so when I saw that show I was like I'm feeling things that if I found someone like that might be it mm -hmm. and so that was a really scary feeling at like 15 years old yeah, I can imagine. I can't talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember being in college and like desperately wanting to kiss my best friend because like, it's like she's so pretty and just want to kiss her. And then one of my other best friends, her mom gave me the weirdest advice. And there's no way that woman is straight looking back now. But she was like, <laughs> that's just how it is with women. Women are pretty and you want to kiss them. Like, that's just that's just how it is that's how everybody feels and I was like I guess I'm straight then and just want to kiss women just like everybody does it was very confusing advice <laughs> what about you Sarah you have any complex or uh humorous feelings about any of this <laughs> Com complex probably is a bit more true for me uh, like I said, I mentioned, you know, David from Schitt's Creek and, and his phrase that he uses, which I think a lot of people probably identify with, right? Like um, being attracted to people mm -hmm. and, and not necessarily what makes up their gender or their orientation. Um, like I said, identifying with you know, the cue for questioning, um, still navigating that for myself, right? I don't, and I really... Um, I don't love labels anyway. So I, was gonna say, I don't know if you caught our Felix Ever After episode, but one of the main characters in that book doesn't identify as anything. He just loves people. Right. So and that's the, right. Didn't mean to put pressure yeah. on you pressure on you earlier. Oh no, not at all. And I don't feel pressure. I um yeah, and like if people were to ask me, I'm honest, right? Um, I guess I should mention I'm single, uh, so open to and love. Ready to mingle. <laughs> yes, and ready to mingle. So, um, so you know, and now like, you know, I've been on and off dating apps and in between relationships, right? Since I don't want to say since they started, but you know, and it's been really um, interesting to see how they've progressed, right? And I have a whole that could be a whole other episode. I won't get into the dating apps and single culture on this episode, but how they've expanded right like mm -hmm. there are so many I don't I don't say boxes to choose from but that's kind of how it feels that it's a little overwhelming well it's you know? hard so, when you're relying on algorithms you kind of right. have to check boxes right yeah, yeah there's not 
a box yeah. to check to say no boxes please which in and of <laughs> itself is a box mm-hmm. right so. exactly so it's like I'm just a person who's navigating what she feels and who she's attracted you know and like I said I'm attracted to people and personalities and and here in the last few years really realizing you know what people's values are and what mm. they stand for and how mm-hmm. they're advocating for others in the world. And those are the things that I'm really attracted to. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've historically dated, you know, cishet straight men. So if that changes, then what's so that be been it, right? like? Really <laughs> yeah, easy and um, simple, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. So I, so for our listeners out there who've heard y'all stories, I will, sh- I'll, sh- you know, I have dated some really wonderful men. I've had a lot of really genuine love in my life. It just didn't last forever. And that's okay. Cause some love stories are short and others are epic novels. Like, mm-hmm. like y'all's. Some are haikus. So. Some are poems. Some are haikus. That's right. Some are epic yeah, poems. So. Yeah. Some yep. are short so, stories. Some are long yep. stories. Some are series. Some of them are a post-it note, you know? So. For real, right? Yeah. Um, the yeah. Carrie Bradshaw. I'm sorry. I can't. Don't hate me. <laughs> oh yeah. That was a, that, yeah, breakup, that was a breakup note. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Um, thankfully I've never been broken up with a post-it, but, uh, no, I, like I said, I've had a lot of love in my life and I'm grateful for all of that and the lessons it brought me, but, um, I'm looking forward to what's ahead and what that love is going to look like. I don't, I don't share this often. I think we were dating almost a year before I admitted this to you. Um, I don't know how many people are on hinge, but that's where Miranda and I met. And it's a a good one. It's a good one. And, um, I, I noticed over time that it was in those pop-up someone that you had already declined, like almost mm-hmm. was like, give them a second chance. Like if they, they really thought it was, you know, <laughs> I don't know why it does that. It didn't do it with everybody, but um, <clears throat> I'd seen, I saw Miranda's profile and thought, you know, she's got pictures with dogs. She seems like a great person. She seems fun. She, she's got a great smile. I'm a catch. Okay. Hush. <laughs> and, um, but she had a kid and I, I didn't, she didn't go into how old and I was very nervous just with my upbringing, what kind of mother I would be. So at that time I was ruling out anybody with kids. So I just, you know, I, I looked at all she I X to me. Oh no. I, I, you know, to the she, left, but <laughs> she Beyonce me to the left, to the left, to the left. left. But I did, I, I looked at her profile and I was like, wow, that's the one hang up. But I just was like, nope. And then I don't know if it was days or a week. It was a little while later, it came mm-hmm. back up and I thought, oh, she's, it's her again. I really liked her. What was, what was wrong with this one? And so I was like, looking back through and I thought, I don't know. And I didn't, I didn't, didn't do left or right. I just left it and closed out the app. And she then left me. Miranda. And now we and have then, my, and then. She messaged me a very sweet message that I had looked like I had kind eyes or something like that. She does look like she has kind eyes. Um, And so it wasn't, you know, I was so used to getting like hit on, hit on. And I was like, okay, I'm not about that. Like what? Like, hey, sexy, how you doing? And it was like, man, what do you think I'm doing? I'm a teacher on summer break. I'm drinking at noon. What do you think I'm doing? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was a grad. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. I was drinking at at 3 p.m. instead of noon because I was doing grad school work. No, but I was out by the pool relaxing. So she, yeah, she messaged me and I started messaging her back. And then I just, you know, prayed on it. And we talked about her her son early on. And I said, you know, I'm a little nervous about that, but I just want to be open. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was, it was like a year later, I told you that. And yeah. you're like, what? So, but I, I think about that, you know, so often that if you see someone pop back up in your feed, 
there might be a reason, you know, might be, I'm, I'm religious. It's called an algorithm. Yeah, I know. I think God was driving that algorithm. Okay. Hey, you know, lo- love in the universe works in mysterious ways, but I'm so grateful because now I have my nephew and my sister love. And like I, y'all got married a few days before Christmas and I know in, in Hanukkah, well, after Hanukkah, but before Christmas. And I always yeah. say that was the best Christmas I ever had because <laughs> I got you two and, uh, I don't know how we're going to top that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so let's get back to the book. Um, yep. So I'm definitely a Delilah because I dated a later married a single mom who had a male ex. It was you, babe. Oh, yeah, um, that was me. And I'm curvy. Yeah, you're curvy. You don't wear the pinup dresses. I think I you look good in them, but you know. I'll, I'll... I dress more like Delilah. You do. And that they're, they're both great dressers. Yeah. So, and like also, a chest yeah, there's a lot of or like a dress. And like, I just want to put a call out there. If there is a photographer like Delilah who mm-hmm. takes those types of photos, you need to tag us on social media because I want to like buy all their portraits. I wanted the pictures. I know those this. descriptions. I wanted photos. the pictures in this book. So there's a lot. Yeah, I was going to say we should probably describe that for the listeners. There's a lot of, I really enjoyed the descriptions in this book, whether it mm-hmm. was the, what people look like obviously which most books are going to do but exactly about Delilah's art and the types of portraits that she takes and you know very moody very raw and you know when she talks about I think it was um uh Claire you know Claire's like rawest moment right Mm -hmm. like she's waded into this I don't remember if it was a river or a lake or something but a body of water and just this raw emotion that she captured you know you're just like I don't know and then like you know that she loves her but it, you know she took that be- before right mm-hmm. so it was just uh it's a really special thing to to hear about in the book so or yeah read I, uh, well I mean you you heard about it because it was an audio book yeah. I um <laughs> I definitely, I wanted to talk a little bit about the whole bet thing. Cause it really, mm-hmm. when I, when I first, I'm not going to say read when I first heard that part, cause it was an audio book for me. I was actually, actually a little peek behind the curtain repairing our den, which is where we generally record mm-hmm. our podcast. Um, we had a flood. And so we've been podcasting from our bedroom for the last few episodes. Which isn't great. You have to stay really quiet. Yeah. And Right. Yeah. That kind of sets up the, sets up the, yeah, it, the, it was the it whole was, story. Yeah. And it was giving me very, um, a, a lot of, uh, she's all that vibes from mm-hmm. like the, the aughts, um, which I guess they redid the show. I didn't watch it. Um, and they flipped it, but anyway, I, it, it was just like, it gave me a lot of, she's all that vibes, but I, I really, I always get upset with those kind of premises because you're basically starting a relationship on a lie. And that's never a good place to start a relationship. However, what I will say about this is, and I guess the same thing is kind of true for She's All That now that I think about it, but whatever, um, is Delilah wasn't going into this seeking a relationship. Yeah, so it wasn't a relationship mm -hmm. at all. She's just... It's a fling while she's home for the wedding. Yeah, like something to so she entertain didn't herself. See it being this like conflict. Yeah, but then it turned into a really deep relationship. Um, Anna and I were talking about how 
out of all the queer books we've read, this has most closely related and matched to like our love story. Um, just, Except your, your ex isn't as great. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. My, my ex isn't winning awards. Um, <laughs> he's also not buying a cottage, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked I love the parenting dynamic I think it they mm-hmm. did really well a good job mm-hmm. I that's what I was gonna say like the theme I think when I talked to Anna originally about this book I was like y'all had just started the podcast I think and I was like Anna I got this book at the library or this audiobook or whatever and I really enjoyed it like I think maybe you could review it for the show or whatever and um I said there's all these reoccurring themes and one of them was the family dynamic, right? Because there's Delilah and her stepmother and, mm-hmm. her, you know, her stepsister Astrid and the tension and, and you know, the, the hurt, right? The mm-hmm. history that's been there, right? Um, and then, of course, Claire and, and Spencer, right? I think is her ex-husband. Yes, yeah. Um, ex-fiance. Is that right? Ex- Not ex-husband. Yeah. Well, soon to be ex-fiance. Soon, mm-hmm. yes, that's right, yeah hopefully soon ex yeah and, and, Claire, well, and claire's ex, or yeah claire's ex-husband the her or her baby daddy not mm-hmm. yeah i can't remember uh, no 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 no. i thought Sp- uh jack jacks wait no wait Jax? Jax? I'm, I'm gonna have to Jax look at my notes was delilah's ex oh no that's right jacks was i can't ex-husband. remember the her um, delilah or um bless her, claire's. claire's bless her heart we forgot her ex's uh i don't remember if they were i don't think they were ever married I don't think they were either. No, I think no. they were just together. It, yeah. Yeah, I think they yeah. were just together. It was a baby but daddy. Her, da- her daughter's Ruby. Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I? I'm like totally drawing, drawing a blank on her exes. It happens all the time. It's okay. Is it like Luke? Leo? Luke? Liam? Josh. 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 I just found no it. Else. Josh. Okay, Josh. Nope, we're okay. <laughs> you can tell we're recording this a little later than we normally would. Uh, yeah, Josh. So, so Claire and Josh, Josh's relationship, right? They have this co-parenting dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, Josh has not historically always shown up for Ruby and Claire. And then, like, mm-hmm. you can tell, like, he says he's really trying to do better. And so, like, that whole dynamic was, um, by the end of the story, you know, I, I liked how that that played out. Um, and then, of course, you know, at the root of it, it's friendship, right? It's Delilah having these, this experience in high school with Astrid and her friends. And then, you know, she's come back however many years later. And, you know, it's like, are they still the same people? Mm-hmm. Are, do they, does everybody still have these preconceived ideas and judgment? And so to see like yeah. the, even the friendships blossom between everybody by the end of, you know, and the camaraderie, you know, like mm-hmm. with the little plan they have to break up Astrid's engagement. Yeah, like ganged up together and we're yeah. like, this is awful. This is not. Yeah, you have to help us. And Delilah was kind of like, oh boy, <laughs> you yeah. know, like what yeah. am I going to do to help? I, yeah, I so did. I, I liked all of that. The theme, I do you know, family really, and friendship and all that. Like speaking about themes and families, and one of the things that frequently comes up in queer stories when we talk about family dynamics is a family not like your blood family or or legal family not chosen family. Your chosen or your found family, yeah. Well, no, no, yeah. no, no. I, I mean, not your chosen family. Like mm. anybody that's oh. not your chosen family, like your blood or legal family. Like in the case of adoption, it could be a legal family. But anyway. Um, that oftentimes, you know, we hear and see stories both in real life and in in the literary world 
where, where that family doesn't accept them because of their queer identities. And even mm-hmm. though um, Delilah has all this tension with her family, it's not because of her queer identity. And so right. I did think that that was a really interesting nice difference, mm-hmm. like a, a mm-hmm. very intentional difference that was called out that it's like it's not because she's queer it's because these dynamics with like a step parent and Mm -hmm. hurt people hurting people Mm -hmm. and and you kind of you get to kind of like an onion right peel back all these layers of these complex people and we'll be right back and we're back yeah there was a big No, I was just gonna say, I don't remember there, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember there being any big, like, even memory around, like, her coming out experience or anything negative about that. I don't remember mm-hmm. there. Yeah, like, it's like- it That was, was refreshing. The story. Yeah, it you was like, like, she's a person, and then things happen, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah. that's how people work. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't have to necessarily, she's a character who happened to be queer, not this is specifically- her, her one trait is she's queer. No, we contain multitudes right. as humans. And I have to say, I mean, and I could be, you guys have, I'm assuming have read more queer literature than I have at this point in my life um, because the author herself is, is she bisexual? She mm-hmm. Oh, bisexual. Okay. So I say as part of the community, right? Like I'm sure, like you said, Rain, I'm sure that was an intentional choice because a lot of the other, I'm, I'm just randomly thinking of other like rom-com books or beach reads or whatever. And that like, sometimes it's very much, um, I'll say inflated, but focused on, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. like we get it, you know, like that's not their only the only answer, right? Identifier, yeah. right? Like, yes, this is actually their, an adult, an adult series. The second one, I know, comes out um, later this year. Ashton Parker doesn't fail. It's a bright falls. Yes, two. I think it comes out this. So excited! And can we just say, like, I think I want to live in Bright Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a fun little town. It did. Um, it did seem pretty cool. I gotta say, but I, I had issues with this book. I felt like when it kind of came about the how Delilah felt like she was being left out a lot of Astrid mm-hmm. and her her girl group and then it kind of showed that like no we were always trying trying to invite you and you were saying no and that she was self-isolating I just didn't really buy that misunderstanding I just felt like at that age they just would have talked about it because their families were coming together I just I don't know I just I I just felt like it was a weird like I don't know I just felt like it wasn't that big of a deal to carry on for that long that she'd left and hadn't come home since I mean I buy it okay well I didn't buy it yeah I I know and I I can appreciate that but I mean if if you think about it now if if the shoe were on the other foot then yeah maybe I'm gonna call call a little more of a question and a, a harsher look to it but if you you have Delilah who already feels othered because of her queer identity, because this isn't her birth mother, this is her stepmother. Whereas for Astrid, this is her mother, her birth mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and Astrid doesn't have a queer identity. So you already have a character who feels othered and has this huge loss and is in pain. And you know, the the mother there wasn't you know encouraging the kids to go to therapy and encouraging those Mm -hmm. girls to 
to work through this grief, everybody was in pain. And Astrid was the only one that was trying to kind of pull them together. She's a little, little, well, not little girl, but I mean, she's a girl at that point. You know, she, she, she didn't have the wherewithal to like patch the family back together. Mm -hmm. So I totally can buy that Delilah could feel so othered and isolated and alone. And like, there's something deeply wrong with her. And then that kind of becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy because she has isolated herself. Yeah, she's seeing it from a different mm-hmm. view. Okay, well, and you know, this, I, I was, this, the second book, Astrid Parker Doesn't Fail, comes out November 22nd, and it looks like she falls for a girl in this. <laughs> and the comments on Goodreads, OMG, Delilah and Claire convinced Astrid to go gay. I don't think that's how that works. I would well, actually we gotta die say, just we gotta, we gotta leave a little something. I know. So I, I thought it was her and a guy. I just thought that since the author was bisexual, you assume. Well, I know what they say. Well, I just thought based on when I saw that, oh, that's her sister. Cause I saw the the second title, the second, yeah, the second title. When I looked at the first title, I thought, oh, and then realized that was her sister. I said, she's getting with a new guy because she broke up with the fiance and I didn't realize she was queer. So it might be about, uh, um, a later in life queerness, which mm-hmm. might have you identifying with Miranda. So. Yeah. What were you going to say, sir? Oh, I was going to say um, back to the kind of the teenage dynamic that they had there. It reminded me of, or not reminded me, but made me think of, you know, there's always, you know, two sides or they say three sides to every story, mm-hmm. two sides in the truth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the perspective of Astrid and the perspective of Delilah. And then what was really at the what core happened. of it mm-hmm. and um, the, the importance of communication, mm-hmm. right? Like, obviously they were teenagers. They probably didn't have the skill, the emotional IQ or the language to necessarily have those mm-hmm. discussions to facilitate them. But, um, you know, as adults, you know, to see um, how they came together, you know, and like, heal you know and it wasn't perfect right like even at the end of the it wasn't perfect there was still some you could tell there was still a little bit of tension there right mm-hmm. um it felt realistic not. when they when they made up yeah they, they, got they very meet realistic. up and they have yeah not a perfect bow tied at the end of the story yeah but like right. it's messy but we're trying yep. yeah yep. it's awkward ending. it's I always um tell a dear friend of mine you know when it comes to communication and things like that I'm like it's bright it's like Brene Brown says it's brave awkward and kind mm-hmm. you know like it, it's not always going to be clear cut and and easy to identify and you know not messy but sometimes you got to be messy to, to get to the other side so i, I, like I want to speaking hold speaking, on because oh. I'm, I'm ashamed we haven't brought it up yet the tumble into the lake with spencer and delilah how have we not gotten <laughs> to that that had to be one of my favorite parts it's very satisfying i just thought that was and i love how she just was like oh and she's like standing in there dripping wet and he's, Hello, whoops. he's like storming off utterly appalled and yeah. she's just like oh well what happens but yeah you weren't holding your phone your camera yeah, like, yeah you magically just... <laughs> put them elsewhere and claire's kind of like hmm. yeah it's real sly she's smooth smooth operator mm-hmm. um, so not you not me no i am I may, I may be a little more masculine of center like Delilah and dress a little more like Delilah-ish. Um, but You're I, chunky peanut butter. You're not I'm smooth. Ch- yeah, I'm chunky peanut butter. I'm extra creamy. Yeah, Y'all are so ridiculous, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say- I love I, the peanut butter reference. <laughs> I love, um, and the best thing about peanut butter references 
they're okay for people allergic to peanut butter. They do not cause um, there's no allergies yeah, contained yeah. within yeah. an analogy. It's it's 100 safe for good. A non-allergy analogy. Oh, I like that. A non-allergy analogy. You're brilliant. This is why I love you. Um, but what I wanted to say was, I really enjoyed that. Like when we get to kind of see this this relationship build between Delilah and Claire, like the care and the gentleness coupled with an intense, fiery, burning passion was just so beautiful to see because mm -hmm. that's like, and that's another part of like talking about how I've never seen our Anna and I's relationship more closely related in pages. Um, I, I have never been so madly deeply in love with another human in this world as much as I am with Anna. And it's such a complex emotion that it's both passionate and amazing. And I, I, I just wanna do all the things, but I also, it's so gentle and caring and kind and and peaceful and safe um and like when they ha they're having um i think they were having sex at uh like at that retreat the thing they get a ready. spa yeah, yeah. and yeah. and um she mentions claire mentions you know being really um sensitive about like her stretch marks from mm -hmm. pregnant and everything and i'm like yes like <laughs> if you're if you're a, a person out there loving women Okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> of the women I know that love women and the few bisexual men that I personally know that love women, like queer people, like in queer relationships tend to love bodies in a more genuine way. It's, it's not a love of this artificial edifice that we have invented that bodies should be because we were told by by you know the media this is this is what a woman looks like no women look like all sorts of different things and they guess what live their lives and get stretch marks and get wrinkles and um get freckles and i just i really i loved how that part of the relationship was treated because i, I it felt really beautiful and i it was really tender it was, it was very tender mm -hmm. and it, it made me really fall in love with this book. Yeah, we've talked about, you know, sex scenes being realistic to the characters. Mm -hmm. I also liked how authentic Delilah was with Ruby, like with the dress situation. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it wasn't just like, and she has a kid at the end, but it was like, she's getting to know Ruby as she's kind of reconnecting with Claire because Ruby's there mm -hmm. and she's not just trying to butter her up because she's trying to get with her mom you know it just felt right very, like human to human you know like yeah i'm from new york i'll help you fix your dress and then of course ashes yeah. horrifies her she wants it even more <laughs> it's a win so it's a win-win yeah. but i just really enjoyed that because you know kendon's such a great kid and so i never felt a lot of pressure to really like get to know him I just kind of happened you know mm -hmm. kind of like the Ruby situation mm -hmm. um he's just a good kid that you just talk about something he cares about and he'll talk to you and he's just a good kid so it didn't feel forced and I, yeah. I like that nothing really felt forced 
Mm-hmm. Um, except forcing Spencer into the lake, which yes, was except amazing. Forcing Spencer into the lake. Yes. Um, and then the ending with the photos all around the bookstore, because I love that she ran a bookstore too. So she's a fellow bibliophile or queer bibliophile. Yeah, indeed. Um, so that's that was fantastic. God, I love a good um, a good love story where one of them either is in publishing or runs a bookstore <laughs> or is an avid reader. That's bonus points Some for you. Extreme bonus points, yes, especially for a beach read. <laughs> um, but I just, I just loved that relationship, and I think how they parted when when Claire was just so taken aback mm-hmm. with like what, like it was the best. This was the best, yeah. And just- I, and I think too, like at first it kind of was almost a joke, but then they were kind of serious about it. Like serious about the bet, yeah. Oh, like she and Ashton? Like I know Delilah was. And then I kind of just thought as time went on and she started feeling for her, she was going to talk to Astrid mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I know we... No, but I actually mm-hmm. have feelings we, for I your... actually have feelings for Claire and we, we've kind of been together and I just, I want to let you know. So that I just, I really right. was expecting that conversation. That's I just what felt, I was expecting too. I just felt like Delilah was also getting to know Astrid more and mm-hmm. that this was going to end in, in non-drama and then maybe she'd find out later and then it would you know still collapse but come back but um but when it blew up the way it did I just was like no you gotta no talk talk I, <laughs> anytime <laughs> there's a story where this is the problem I'm like talk to each other I'll mm-hmm. just I'll scream at a book I'll scream at an audiobook I'll scream at a tv show every time I'm like if all of your problems would be solved if you would just go talk to that other person and tell them how you feel and the end, like, but then again, that is probably not as interesting a story. But the fact that Astrid showed up to her, that was, her show. That was beautiful. That was, that was, that showed a lot for their relationship mm-hmm. and for her on the side of like, you need to, you need to fix this. Yeah. So. Well, okay. So I have a question because I mean, I, I can relate on the, of, of the three of us here, I can relate on the side of the the woman loving another woman side but we have two sisters here how how did this feel as a sister story you know I think it's pretty realistic you know you get your feelings hurt and you don't talk for a while and you just kind of nitpick at each other when you see each other and um I, I have a pretty sharp tongue I don't know if that's been clear or not in our couple years <laughs> it has been okay I have a yes. pretty sharp sharp tongue Am and aware. um quick-witted and I can yeah I throw the punches and um yeah uh I think I come across as a Delilah because I tend to just walk away or, or need space and that space turns into a really long time and I think that ends up hurting that other person and I need a push by someone else whether it's another family member or a friend to say you need to go back you need to apologize you need to make this right Mm-hmm. you know not waiting for someone else to to send a text to, or to call or to say let's go out to to meet that's from my perspective what do you think Sarah yeah no and um yeah I, I agree with that and also I mean I don't want to say I'm a total Astrid in this scenario but I mean obviously you know we you and I over the years have had our spats as most family members do and we've had some really knockout drag out ones right but um I think you know, yeah, I guess um, I'm not always the first one to reach out, I don't think, but I always, I don't know, what am I trying to say? Like bridging the gap, mm-hmm. right? Like finding the common ground and saying, hey, kind of back to that perspective piece, you know, hey, 
this is where I was coming from, you know, cause I, you know, like learning different communication styles and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's, you know, there's been plenty of times where I've texted you, Anna, and I've said, Hey, you know, this is where I was coming from. I'm not even going to pretend to know what your perspective was, but can we meet and talk about it? You know, can we talk about it? Can we agree to disagree and water under the bridge and, and not do harm in the future? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was definitely, a, you know, a few of the, you know, a couple of chapters, I was like, oh yeah, that's totally something Anna and I <laughs> would do or have mm-hmm. gone through or whatever. You know, an asteroid can be a little bit more, um, I don't want to say uptight, <laughs> but she's, she's a little bit more, um, particular. Yes. Particular, which I have been known to do at some, sometimes. So, um, I, I, there was a few times I giggled cause I was like, oh, that, that would be immediate. Cause Delilah is <laughs> a very like, doesn't care what people think like doesn't give can we swear on this podcast <laughs> you no, know we like try not, we, we try we not try not to, to but at all kids. kind of thing but I can, yes I can, I can no that's okay you. that's okay I, I stopped myself she's very like she she doesn't just she doesn't care right yeah so she just says what she wants and doesn't doesn't care. Care, yeah. yeah does what she, <laughs> she doesn't care she does what she wants she says what she's gonna say you know and that reminds me of Anna. And that's actually one of the qualities that I've always admired in Anna. So me in too. you. So yeah. Me too. Well, I just think like yeah. in my speaking your mind. Life, my personal life, <laughs> I'm just very authentic in who I am and don't mm-hmm. sugarcoat things. So so often in our professional life, we have to make sure we say the right thing and in the mm-hmm. right way and mm-hmm. have to think through all of that. So in your personal life, especially with game nights and jokes and things, I'm just who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, you know. You don't have to think through all of that. May we all be able to be who we are, both at work and Mm -hmm. in personal lives and our social lives. That's the dream, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and I have I have sisters as well, but I I don't think our relationship very closely mirrors the the sisters in this book. But Mm -hmm. I definitely got Anna Sarah vibes from Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're close Sarah in age. Yeah. You know, they're they're close yeah, they're in, in age. You know, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. They mm-hmm. lost a parent, mm-hmm. you know. So there was there was that element of grief in the teenage years. And, you know, I had like I don't say click, but my friends in, in high school and I had her group of friends, you know. So yeah, there was there were I think there is smallish town, like I, I never had there, a there thing some- for any of your clicks. So Oh yeah, I never never felt that. No, so. That's, that's no. where it differs. That's where it's a couple of yeah, there's differences. Yeah, <laughs> there's some but, themes there. You know, there's some themes. So, yeah. anything else yeah. on your notes for this book? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, d- just the themes I mentioned earlier, and you know, it's just a good kind of a feel good story. You know, it's a little steamy, little quirky. Mm-hmm. No, there's some steam. Uh, I like the steam. <laughs> there's some steam. It's a yeah, it's a yeah. steam room. Oh, and just yeah. in case you weren't sure yeah. if it was going to be steamy, like I love that it started steamy. It was like we're gonna. <laughs> it wasn't have... even that steamy at the but beginning. For the beginning for, of the book, for some other scenes, I thought I need to I need to like take a minute and read this by myself. Like, yeah, it was pretty. Were good. you reading it with others? No, but like you, you're in public <laughs> and you're like at the. <laughs> grin on your face like start <laughs> flushing in public you know oh man i need to read this by myself oh my goodness my fan you know you're reading it in public sitting at the car place you're like oh what's this you gotta like kind of you know make sure your face is neutral not too excited yeah it's 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 a little uh a little spicy in in some scenes yeah. but yeah no it was it was good like i i think y'all mentioned at the top of the hour you know you always um 
you know, parents' final decision, right? Mm-hmm. So it definitely, is, it is an adult audience, yeah. Yes, adult audience, definitely. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, but no, it was. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm trying to think anything else from y'all for me. This has been fun. We should, you know, what I was thinking. We should. Um, I was flipping through the paperback. I didn't realize the paper, but bad luck, can't talk. The Does it paperback. Have questions? No, it has an excerpt from. Astrid Parker doesn't fail so I'm gonna finish reading that after we finish recording and then I think we should I think maybe we should um I can be a guest I'm gonna invite myself back when that comes out this fall we'll probably do it a couple months after it comes out because it comes out in November and we try not to do it the month of so people can get it from the library yeah Um, so so I have some time to request it yeah yeah we we can circle back what in January or something that would be fun ratings out of five rainbows I, five out of five. I give rainbows. it five out of five rainbows. Five out of five for sure. Five out of five, absolutely. Yeah. And I, like I said, I just think the 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 difference in characters of like the family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Other, yeah. um, I can't remember what their other friend's name was, but was also bisexual Iris. and just Iris. Well, I think yeah. there was Iris, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like that, you know, that there are so many people who have just complex identities. Yeah, it's just not I one or the it. other. I just, I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. The representation there was, there was depth to every character <clears throat> even if they were a, a more minor mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. um i mean there's even depth to like the stepmother like you were like no mm-hmm. i totally get who that person is i get you know kind of what their motivations are i, I can understand this and I, I kept finding myself being like oh that's like so-and-so that i know or like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and josh um, and ruby mm-hmm. you know like josh had had a great ending you know even ruby you know she's getting into her, her art she's kind of expl- I forget how, how old she is in the book close to like 13 yeah 13. so she's a pretty teenish teen mm-hmm. 13 um you know so she's let's see I think it says in the back maybe not um I lost my chain of thought now no so she's 11 year old daughter it does say in the back she's mm. 11 so you know nephew's age right and um you know she even you know she's like at that age where she's curious and finding herself and wanting to explore different things and she's really interested in Delilah and you know like her art and what she does and you know Delilah just kind of brings her along so it was really interesting to see like you said Miranda the the more minor characters quote-unquote minor characters had depth to them Mm -hmm. you know um, except for maybe Spencer and his frat boy well he definitely just didn't have depth like we got all the depth there was he just yes, didn't have any yeah there wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a lot wasn't a lot happening there but um, no I'm really excited for the next one I hope there's I don't know how many more there's going to be in the series but I'm definitely excited for the next one well I also want to point out so this was um I think this is actually the um adult debut by this author but mm-hmm. um I've read two of her middle grade books Ivy Aberdeen's Letter to the World which um I believe that one a um Stonewall Award and a book award and then the Mighty Heart of Sunny St. James so if you if you've read this and you thought I really like this author and I'd love a queer story for a younger age those are the two that I have read and would recommend for a younger audience um yeah absolutely they're they're quite tame compared to the adult content in this book so <laughs> um it's always wonderful when a um a middle grade and she's written some YA books as well but I haven't read those but a middle grade and a YA author comes out with um 
an adult book too. So she's kind of got all spectrums mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. on your radar so that you can find something for everyone. So yeah. Be sure and then you- as you grow, like there's, there's, as you grow. grow yeah, into. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So our next book will be our first book for August and it's, I wish you all the best by Mason Deaver. Love, love, love that book. And I hope you guys love it as much as we do. I just wanted to uh, remind everybody out there Check us out on social media. We've loved your posts and we your emails are them. so thoughtful and sweet. And like some of you, y'all have written, don't worry about responding to us. I just want you to know, like, of course, we're going to respond to you. It might take a couple days because we, we like to, craft, to talk to each other to about craft, it, to yeah. craft a response and get the other one's input before we send. But it's, it's been very amazing hearing responses about some of the books or some of the issues that you guys are dealing with and that it's helped you and and some thoughts for for future books we we take that to heart we really appreciate it you you folks are amazing and we couldn't ask for for better listeners we we love each and every one of you and we hope that um you know some of the things that we chat about make a difference in your life because you've you've certainly made a difference in ours yeah and that you know this book really was kind of a reflection of some of our love story and we hope that if there's a story out there that we haven't gotten to that's reflective of yours that you let us know as well we'll put it on the list we'll put it on the it's list. a long list at this it's point. a long list but we will make time for them as much as we can absolutely and again don't don't stop with emails don't stop with you know chatting with us on our, our social media stuff uh again it's all queer here pod um that's the same as uh, it is on Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook. And That's how it ends. We're here pod at gmail.com. Absolutely. So um, we're here for you guys and we appreciate your, your thoughts and your comments. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, we're all queer here. Absolutely. <laughs>